I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is how to make friends as an adult. So this is an extremely important skill, the ability to make friends, and it gets harder to do as you age. It's not always easy to make friends in high school and college, but it will never be easier to make friends than it is in high school and college. And this is because you are more or less forced to spend a great deal of time with people your own age, and you don't have a lot of other things to do or a lot of other responsibilities. And so your free time defaults to your cohort. And for better or for worse, these folks that you become friends with in high school or college tend to be your foundational friends. And you may stay friends with them for the rest of your lives. As they say, you can't make new old friends. The issue is not so much that these friends have falling outs, though that can happen, but that they slowly become less important as their lives diverge. And this is particularly true for men. Maintaining their friendships is something that women generally do better than men, not only because they seem to enjoy emotional connection for its own sake more than men do, but because they kind of play 4D chess with their social relationships as well. Like a woman will take a girlfriend out to lunch because she thinks that if she allows her to vent about her husband in two months, she'll be more likely to accept an invitation to her baby shower, something like that. Women see how putting the time in now might come in handy later, and they enjoy spending time in less goal-oriented contexts. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that men don't value their friends. The platonic relationship between two male friends might be one of the strongest and purest relationships on this planet. It's more like men are socially incentivized and rewarded for prioritizing other things above their friendships. For instance, my best friend lives in the same metropolitan area that I do, but I see him like twice a year. And that's not because I'm not making the effort to get together. His story is that he spends half of his waking life working and the other half of his waking life with his wife and kids. Fortunately, he seems mostly content with his life. However, this is the story of millions of men. Over time, their friends kind of become the 10th most important thing in their lives, which functionally reduces them to insignificance. And I suppose this is fine as long as the man is happy and as long as the situation works. What can happen, however, is that a guy can run into financial trouble. Maybe he gets hurt. Maybe he loses his job. And that, in turn, destabilizes his relationship, which can lead to divorce. And just like that, the two pillars of his life, to which he has devoted the last 20 years of his life, work and marriage, can topple, possibly even through no fault of his own. And because his entire social network was his colleagues and his wife's friends, these men can find themselves desperate and alone. And this is one of the primary reasons why suicide rates in men are so high following a divorce. The protective factor of a support system is one of the things that tends to make women more resilient in the face of setbacks. For instance, the demographic with the lowest suicide rates historically has been black women. And this is not because these folks tend to suffer fewer hardships than others. The general consensus here is that their tight-knit social networks can help them through their darker moments. In any case, it's important for men to actively maintain their friendships throughout their lifespan.
but it can be hard if you only depend on your old friends, friends who may have moved away and are now busy with their careers and their families. So what do you do? Now, before I give you the answer, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. And you can also tip me by hitting the super thanks buttons, the three little dots in the lower right hand corner. Uh, you can tip me in proportion to the value that you believe that you've received from this message because it's your support that makes all of this happen. And I really appreciate your help. Now, I have a surefire way to make friends as an adult. If you follow this advice, I can almost guarantee that you will have a few close friends in three months' time, which is actually pretty incredible. Here's the hack to making friends as an adult. The way to make friends as an adult is to enroll in some kind of training or certification program. This could be a 200-hour yoga teacher training program. This could be a cordon bleu pastry chef certification. This could be a wilderness survival program. It can really be anything, as long as it's connected to some form of achievement. Let me break down how this works. First of all, the fastest way to build relationships is to undergo a shared trial. That's why the closest, bestest buddies in the world are war buddies. It's the guys that stand shoulder to shoulder with you in the trenches with whom you form deep and abiding friendships. Undergoing a shared trial brings people together as it functionally forces them to lean on each other in order to overcome the trial. So by entering into a period of apprenticeship where you'll be asked to perform a great deal in a short amount of time, you will be undergoing a shared difficulty with your fellow aspirants. What's more, these programs tend to be very intensive and this intensity works in your favor here. To make a friend, you actually need to spend time with the other person. Let's say you try to make a buddy by going to the Wednesday night jujitsu class at the local dojo every week. In a year, you could have spent around 50 hours together. Not bad. But if you were to enroll in some kind of training camp, you might be able to spend a couple hundred hours together in the span of a few months. Thus, you could accomplish in four months what might otherwise have taken you four years. These programs offer a concentrated opportunity to bond with other people undergoing a shared trial in a shorter amount of time, allowing you to leave with some close friends in a matter of weeks instead of years. And because it's tied to some kind of achievement or certification, you're not going to encounter the kind of flakiness or non-investment that plagues casual classes. When there is an enrollment cost and a personally relevant goal at stake, people tend to be much more committed. They show up regularly, which is important as you can't really build a relationship with someone who comes and goes. And because there's a goal involved, these programs often attract a higher caliber of person than those you might find just hanging around at the local pub. After all, these are people who, like you, are interested in some form of self-development, which is why they have invested in a particular certification program. So that's the easiest way to make friends as an adult. Enroll in some kind of intensive, time-limited program connected to a form of achievement. And ideally, this program should concern itself with something you actually enjoy. Like, if you don't care about yoga, don't sign up for the yoga teacher training program. 
This is especially true for men who tend to bond side by side as opposed to face to face. Male bonding often requires at least the pretext of an activity, even if it's just watching the game. These programs create a reason for men to get together and connect. So have fun. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also become uh, consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.